Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the TGE Travel Chronicles. What I want to talk today about is my trip to Egypt back this past spring. There was going to be an episode uh, on my travel show posted, but um, all the video came out of poor quality. The autofocus was just going in and out. Films um, weren't uh, recording right, so that was with my older camera. I'm actually recording on my newer camera right now. So I would have to go back to Egypt and re-record everything. But I like to talk about Egypt just because it's a country that a lot of people want to travel to. But they're afraid to just because of the Arab Spring Revolution that happened a couple years ago. Um, every once in a blue moon there's articles about terrorism and a bus got bombed, etc. Um, but when I went, I felt relatively safe up until... Actually, up until before I left the country, I felt relatively safe. Everyone was friendly. Everyone was great. And I highly recommend going to Egypt. So, we, me and my wife, we flew out to Egypt, surprisingly, on a whim. I wasn't planning on going at all for quite a while, but the Red Hot Chili Peppers were playing a concert at the Giza Pyramids, and they were only, I think, like the 15th or 16th uh, performing artist to ever perform at the pyramids. So course my wife's like let's get tickets let's go I think it's gonna be great and I'm over here just kind of hesitant like eh, like okay like not a problem like I thought for sure she wasn't able to get tickets but she actually scored tickets to this concert at the pyramids and I'm like wow okay this is really happening and it was really short notice it was only like a month month and a half away so it wasn't like I had a whole lot of time to really plan this trip so I'm like okay so had to plan it on a whim go to San Francisco fly in on Lufthansa through Munich and most of the flights into Europe, I'm sorry, most of the flights into Egypt are, they fly late evening in before midnight and then they turn around as red flights back into Europe because it kind of helps feed the connections in and out of Europe out of their hubs. So we get in super late to Egypt, uh, airport's still pretty busy around midnight. I ended up staying right outside the Giza pyramids. We stayed at the Marriott Mena house, which is an absolutely amazing hotel it's actually the first hotel in egypt to get a swimming pool it's been a hotel since like the early 1900s they still have the original building and checking areas from the 1940s 1950s so it was a really really neat hotel to check out so if you ever get opportunity to go to egypt highly recommend you stay at the Marriott mena house just outside the giza pyramids like literally you can get a view of the pyramids from right outside your room and it's within relatively easy walking distance to the pyramids so we get to our hotel. We took Uber there. And of course, I'm thinking Uber rides about 50 minutes an hour ride just because uh, Cairo Airport's on the northeast side of town. The Marriott Mena House and the Giza Pyramids are on the southwest side of town. So they're on the completely opposite ends of the Cairo Metroplex. The ride was only about nine bucks, 10 bucks, including tip. It was ridiculous because even the top out tip to tip the highest amount was like 90 cents US for tip. It was ridiculously cheap to get around there. Now, while I was in Egypt, as long as you stay away from the touristy restaurants, you can literally have lunch for like five, six bucks per person. You can have dinner, like a real nice, huge dinner for like eight, nine bucks a person. It's ridiculously cheap and it's amazing how strong the US currency is against the Egyptian pound. So once you get there, the U.S. dollar goes really, really far in Egypt, and it's it's surprising and amazing, like, what quality you can get for such a cheap price. So anyway, so we get to the hotel, we check in, 
we had uh, room service just because it was we got in super late. 24-hour room service was great. We didn't get to bed till like 2, 3 in the morning. We woke up early to go to the Giza Pyramids. So left the gates, went up to the entry gate, got in. And of course, the second you get in, you have everyone hitting you up like, oh, you want to buy this? Do you want a camera? you want this? you want that? And of course, I have a real good friend. My buddy Mike taught me years and years and years ago. So what you do is you don't talk back. Because then if you immediately start talking and say, oh, no, thank you, like they assume you speak English. And so if they know you speak English, they're just going to keep talking to you in English and keep um, trying to sell their wares or try to get you to buy something from them. Or you can always use the <laughs> it's funny. This works most of the time. It's amazing. So you say, I've already done it. I already have it. Or I'm leaving tomorrow, especially with the time set presentations. If like, like oh, hey, when are you, when you leaving? Oh, we're leaving tomorrow, even though we're really leaving next week. It's like, oh, hey, I'm leaving tomorrow. Oh, okay, never mind. You have a great day, guys. You know, So I already have it. I already done it. I'm leaving tomorrow. That'll get you out of everything 9.9 .9 times out of 10. So we get, on, we get to the pyramids. And the pyramids are really cool. They're really amazing. The Sphinx is there. Walking up to and in the pyramids. I mean, you can walk in the pyramids. But these pyramids really doesn't have much. It's just an empty room just because, of course, everything was taken out and moved to the Egypt Museum. Uh, this trip, we were supposed to go to Valley of the Kings. We didn't actually get to that, but that's okay, though, because there's always another time. And I heard there's usually more uh, in the Valley of Kings to go check out anyway. So my wife really wants to do a camel ride. And, of course, by Egyptian law, there is a minimum price for a camel ride. And so it was, I think... 35 40 bucks per camel ride which if you got a camel for an hour hour and a half like it's a once in a lifetime thing so i'm over here like yeah not a problem so find a guy got some camels did a camel ride come to find out the guy that was originally asking us for a camel ride at the entry gate he owned those camels and so we're like oh great okay so kept going along with it so did a camel ride did a tour checked everything out it was amazing it was otherworldly because my wife made me a cup and I'm a big aviation enthusiast and she made me a water bottle and it had um, an old TWA advertising poster back when they used to be really big into advertising posters to show off their destinations in like the 40s and the 50s and it's a picture of someone with a camel in front of the Great Giza Pyramids with a Lockheed Constellation flying over. Um, it's a four-engine prop airplane uh, that was really prevalent back in the 50s. And it's just amazing that, like, here I am in Egypt in 2019, still experiencing the same thing that these people who took a lot longer <laughs> to get over here, experiencing the same thing these people did generations before. And it was... A very otherworldly feeling and it was really amazing and awesome check out and so of course we went to the sphinx and of course we did a couple of like poses with the pyramids different funny poses and stuff you know with the whole like force perspective distance perspective it was pretty neat so then afterwards what we find out with egypt a lot is that what the price you're initially quoted is not going to be the final price you're paying so my advice for egypt if you go in somewhere buying something camera ride anything barter absolutely barter what you can 
go in ahead of time with kind of a rough idea in your head what you want to pay. Because if they initially come to you, be like, oh, yeah, I can't wait, 35 bucks. Like, oh, cool, 35 bucks, that's all I'm going to pay. No, nah, because they're going to try to get some more money out of you, which... For me personally, I was going to be like, okay, if I can do a camera ride for like 50, 60 bucks, I'm, I'm okay with it because where else on the planet are you going to do a camera ride in front of pyramids? Like nowhere else. So of course rides over. And of course the guy comes up and he's like, Hey, um, tip your, tip your, tip your guy. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, of course. Oh, tip me. You know, I, 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 I own these camels and it's like, okay. Like, no, okay, whatever. And it's like, oh, well, you need you, this and that. And, and of course, it was crazy. So we're like, oh, okay, here, here's some extra cash. Here you go. Cool. See you. Have a good day. And so we end up paying only about 50 bucks a person, which is great. So the big thing too in Egypt, though, if you want to barter and trade, you always want to get the smaller bills too. Because if you send, if you give a larger bill to expect change back, you're not really going to get change back. You're going to be kind of out of that money. I mean, don't expect change back if they're trying to take your money so just bring smaller bills so that way at least if you need to give a little bit more you're not giving a big bill and expecting change back because they're most likely going to keep it so so we found out the hard way there so did pyramids for a day absolutely amazing next day we went to the coptic part of egypt which is the older part it's a christian part they actually have a lot of greek orthodox churches a lot of different christian churches over there and they got even like a jewish synagogue over there and it was really cool to check out and there's a couple little shops that we were checking out and it's a really really amazing part of town because of course everything is super old and the old stone walls and it was just it, it it's amazing it, it's totally amazing so that same day we actually went to the egyptian museum too which is over on that side of the town the egyptian museum is really really cool they still have a lot of old artifacts there they had a special uh king tut exhibit and uh, a couple other of the pharaohs are um, mummies were there too as well which was really neat to check out the big thing though with the egyptian museum though is that it's funny you need a separate license for photography you need to pay extra you need to pay extra for a video license too as well which was crazy to me i'm like okay it only it's only good for one camera so of course i brought my camera and then i had a small gopro on me but the gopro the batteries were dead the charging unit wasn't working for some reason so no big deal they found my gopro because you go through another security checkpoint to get in the museum and they wouldn't let me go through with my gopro and my camera they're like oh no no no, no. you have to you have to check that you have to check it. i'm like trying to turn it on it's like dude it's, it's dead i'm not even going to use it and of course they're not going to take your word for it i mean you go all the way back out to coat check drop off my gopro so at that point i'm like well take most of my bag i don't care and to get back in little hiccup but you know whatever so just keep in mind that if you do get a photography license for the egypt museum it's only good for one camera that's it so we get in it's, it's cool to check out and it's and it's amazing to see all the artifacts but there's not really a lot of like placards or cards or anything to tell you i mean there's some cards around the museum to say like the like kind of like generally what this time period is or what it's for but a lot of the individual stuff they didn't really have anything so you go into a room and it tells you a little bit about like the artifacts but like each individual piece you really couldn't there was really no detail so it's like oh cool i'm checking out this sarcophagus or i'm checking out this peach of stone work but i have no idea what what's going on with this like okay cool but i mean 
it's all right, but I know they're building a new Egyptian museum actually in Giza that's supposed to open up, I think, in the next year or two. That's supposed to be way bigger and be way more interactive. So I'm excited to check that out when that opens up. But the Egyptian museum itself is is awesome. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, trying to figure out what's going on with a lot of the artifacts. Eh, but, I mean, it's cool to see all the old Egyptian artifacts and the mummies and everything else there. It was absolutely amazing. So, my wife is a big shopper. So, there is a bazaar by a mosque called um, Khan El Khalid, I think. If I mispronounce the name, I'm sorry. I'm terrible. I slaughter names really bad. I apologize. But there's a really big shopping bazaar, a couple blocks near this mosque on the east side of town. And it's, you can literally buy anything and everything you want under the sun. Like, we even bought my brother-in-law a cane we bought hibiscus leaves a couple little souvenirs you know we bought some egyptian stuff which was really really cool but again same thing like with the camel ride you want to go in expecting to pay a certain price and be okay with it i mean obviously if they're gonna try to overcharge you i mean back away just be like no no i'm good cool thanks but um obviously they're gonna price you high price way lower than what you're expecting to pay because if you quote them exactly what you want to pay you're not going to get it because they're going to try to meet you somewhere halfway and that's not going to work out so yeah so we bought a couple rugs a couple other stuff from the bazaar of lamp which was it, it was it was really cool it was a really cool part of town to check out and you know see all the shops and stuff oh by the way i forgot to mention this if you're blonde hair and blue eyed, expect a lot of stares because my wife is blonde hair and blue eyes and she got a lot of look from the locals. We were even sitting at a restaurant once and the people at the table next to us, like the girls were like all whispering to each other and giggling and pointing. And of course, you know, she kind of felt uncomfortable and, you know, it's kind of hard for me to explain to her, be like, well, you know, they're not used to seeing a lot of people with blonde hair, blue eyes over here. It's kind of rare for them. You know, they're just curious they're not trying to be mean or malicious and of course she's all you know she was a little upset by it but you know so if you're blonde hair blue eyes expect to get a little bit of extra attention because of course me i'm six three six two so when i go over to china i was at a world's fair in shanghai in 2010 and people were stopping me constantly to take pictures with me because you know tall white guy is super rare in china and it's like oh look i saw the super tall white guy at the world's fair and so for me it's like okay you know they're more curious and interested than you know any ill intent behind it so just a heads up blonde hair blue eyes expect some attention in egypt so where was i going with this oh so went to the egyptian museum did the shopping which was really we did a lot of shopping over there but um the traffic, though, around rush hour is absolutely insane. Like, sometimes to get across town in a car was hour and a half, two hours to get across town over rush hour. It's crazy just how busy it is in some of these major arteries. You're literally, like, inching, like, every couple of minutes. And it's insane the amount of traffic because they have to share the roads with, like, you know, horse and carriage, donkey and carriage, you know, people walking all over the place. And, you know, the roads are pretty narrow. So they weren't really designed with cars in mind back then. And so 
during rush hour, it could be a little bit hectic. So if you do happen to travel around Cairo during rush hour, do expect a bunch of traffic and bring a lot of patience with you as well. So last night, it was the same night we left, actually. We were catching the 1 a.m. flight out of Cairo Airport. And so, of course, we went to the um, concert, which was the main entry gate. It's kind of on the north side of the complex. They're actually building a new entrance because the new entrance is going to be a little bit better slash more secure slash handle more traffic. So that's on the southwest corner of the actual pyramid complex. So everyone went through there. There was like four different security checkpoints for the concert. It was insane. And it's funny because I'm from Sacramento and I ran to a guy in the security line. He's like, oh yeah, I'm from Santa Cruz. And it's like, oh sweet. You're like from like my neck of the woods, like halfway around the world. And it was really cool to see like all these different people that flown from like different corners of the globe for this concert. And it was pretty amazing. So we got in. We had a blast. We had to leave a little bit early, which is fine because, you know, we had time ourselves like, okay, like how much time do we need to catch this flight to Abu Dhabi? And I had to leave a little early, not a big deal. So we race out. So the way back was a little sketchy. So the Uber driver came up, dropped someone off like, oh, hey, I'm your Uber driver. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, this is not you. Like, this is not your license plate. Get out of here. So we're waiting for our Uber driver to get through. And obviously... I didn't know if he misunderstood the directions or can get through because there's a separate checkpoint, like a car checkpoint to get into where the Mena House and the Giza Pyramids are. If you didn't get through, I'm like, whatever. So I canceled and I reordered. And of course, guess who I got? Mr. Oh, I'm your Uber driver. So we load up, we get in, and it's like, hey, buddy, we're in a rush. We need to get to the airport. We got to fly at 1 a.m. to catch. And so, of course, the second we get off the complex, he stops and he's like, oh, hey, you know, I'm almost out of gas. I need cash for gas. And I'm like, absolutely not. I'm getting out. I'm taking my bags out. Like, this is not acceptable. Like, this is ridiculous. No, no, no. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. And of course, at that point, I was really sketchy because I had GPS on my phone. It's like, okay, it's that late at night. There's not really a lot of traffic. You should be able to go through the center of town to get there within 40 minutes. Let me tell you what. This guy literally took us the scenic route. He got on the freeway, which curves around the outside of the town out of the Cairo Metroplex all the way up past the airport hook back around down like i'm over here thinking to myself like am i going to is he taking us somewhere else to do something to us because like at that point i was like you know what who cares about the flight like if i have to fight <laughs> to survive at this point i'm going to fight to survive at this point but i knew like i was on the uber app but he was, took the super long way around took an hour and a half to get to the airport and i'm over here trying to trying to explain to the guy like hey let's go let's go we got to go so there's a checkpoint to get into the airport. So even before we even got onto the airport, the the um, officer was like, oh, hold on. There's an issue with your license. Like pull over to the side. And I'm just like, just let us out of the car. Let's go. Goes to the bathroom, waits time, comes back. And I'm just like, dude, like we got to go. We got 1 a.m. flight to catch. Like what the heck is this? And of course, you know, the whole time the Uber time is going and going and going. So finally that gets rectified somehow, some way. Get to the airport, drop off. And literally we made it check-in time because it's an hour cutoff for international flights and we made it by like five ten minutes it was super close and i'm just like oh my god that was ridiculous like that was the only time the whole time i was in egypt i totally totally felt unsafe and of course this uber driver only had 10 rides and i'm just like oh my god like so if you're ever in egypt make sure that your uber driver has had a 
bunch of rides and make sure there's nothing shady because I should have just hopped out at the hotel like the second got off property and like started that I should have just hopped out and be like you know what if I miss this flight I miss the flight it is what it is but I was so desperate for time that I just kept going along with it and I shouldn't have shouldn't have I should have second guess myself and nope I'm gonna get another uber driver like no you're you're hitting me up for cash you're taking the long way around this is ridiculous and so remember when I told you earlier this episode that it only took about nine ten nine to ten dollars to get there yeah it was almost like 25 bucks and I'm like are you freaking kidding me and I'm like you know what let's just get out of the country let's just get on the plane I'll deal with it later so of course get there you know write to uber to complain like this guy totally took the wrong direction he took us the long way around he asked for cash for gas and i totally did not feel safe at all and it was insane because surprisingly too most of the cars in egypt do not have seatbelts in the back seat i think i only had one or two cars the whole time i rented got ubers around town which by the way around town is like a buck or two it's freaking amazing what no seat with seat belts so most of the cars there don't have seat belts in the rear seat and so like my wife and i look at each other and be like well okay it's god's plan now let's see <laughs> let's hope no one sideswipes us because if they do we're done and um so yeah so just heads up if you ever go to egypt with uber that expect cars with no seat belts <laughs> but um when i wrote to uber they're like oh we're so sorry you know we're gonna get this driver off the platform here's your refund of i think they refunded me almost like 15 ish bucks so it can't be it kind of was around what it should have been and yeah i mean left egypt and went through abu dhabi back to la and it was it was an amazing trip like i absolutely loved egypt and i loved the country and the people and just the sights and it was just absolutely amazing i love it but other than that little hiccup at the end getting to the airport like it, it was an amazing trip and it was absolutely phenomenal and I highly, highly recommend, even though you might hear negative stuff about Egypt, go see it. Do a camel ride. Absolutely amazing. And other than that, that is it for this episode of Globe Crying Extraordinaire TGE Travel Chronicles. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>